New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Good morning, New Vision. I'm so glad you're joining us again today on our podcast as we're reading through the book of Exodus. I'm Dixie. I'm the director of women's ministry. And today we're in chapter 20. We're picking up right after uh, Moses has received the Ten Commandments from the Lord. And this morning I'll be reading from the ESV version of the Bible, starting in verse 18 of chapter 20 of Exodus. Now when all the people saw the thunder and the flashes of lightning and the sound of the trumpet and the mountain smoking, the people were afraid and trembled. And they stood far off and said to Moses, You speak to us and we will listen, but do not let God speak to us lest we die. Moses said to the people, Do not fear, for God has come to test you, that the fear of him may be before you, that you may not sin. The people stood far off, while Moses drew near to the thick darkness where God was. And the Lord said to Moses, Thus shall you say to the people of Israel, You have seen for yourselves that I have talked with you from heaven. You shall not make gods of silver to be with me, nor shall you make for yourselves gods of gold. An altar of earth you shall make for me and sacrifice on it your burnt offerings and your peace offerings, your sheep and your oxen. In every place where I cause my name to be remembered, I will come to you and bless you. If you make an altar of stone, you shall not build it of hewn stones, for if you wield your tool on it, you profane it. And you shall not go up by steps to my altar, that your nakedness not be exposed on it. Well, this morning, um, as we kind of speak into this a little bit and learn something from the Lord here. Uh, What I see very first off is that we have two sections going on here. In verses 18 through 21, we're really um, learning about the fear of God. And then in verses 22 and 26, it explains more detail the first three commandments uh, of the Ten Commandments. And really, we learn a little more about being um, exalted, um, having God being exalted. So, you know, as I was first read through this, when it talks about the Lord seeing the thunder and the flashes of lightning and the sound of the trumpet and the mountain smoking, I was immediately uh, taken in my own mind to being in a storm and how I felt if I was in a storm. Now, I think this is a little more intense than any storm that I have ever experienced. But oftentimes when I am in a storm, I am fearful. I am afraid. You are hearing loud thunder. You're seeing bright lightning and sometimes hearing that too if it happens to crash close to you. But I'm trying to remove myself from it. I am trying to distance myself. I'm afraid. I'm seeking shelter. And that's kind of what I envision uh, here that the Israelites were doing. They were, it says they were afraid and they it, they trembled and they stood far off. Um, they had seen the Lord deal with the Egyptians in a similar way. So they had seen this display of the Lord's mightiness and his power. And then they immediately uh, speak to Moses and say, you know, 
you be the one talks to God, talking to God. We, we're afraid to, uh, we, we might die if we do. Well, what I see here and things that we've already read through in verse 19, they are really understanding that this near contact with God was just really more that they could bear. And they were affirming their need. They were seeing their guilt. They were seeing where they fell short um, and they needed a mediator. And that mediator was Moses. Um, as I read the Old Testament, I always like to try to find Christ in it. And here I saw a reference to Christ in a big way. You know, Christ is our mediator. Um, he is the one that is sitting at the right hand of God. As we learn in the New Testament, he is a better mediator for us. So uh, that little tidbit was in there. But then he goes on and really talks about the fear. Moses says, do not fear. For God has come to test you that the fear of him may be before you. The main point that I find here is that we've got two different types of fear that is being referenced in this verse. And I think it's very important for us. The first fear is what we know is just being afraid. The way we feel when uh, we are in a storm or we hear something loud or we see something that's going to cause us harm. We are just afraid. That is the first one. He's saying, do not be afraid. But he then references the fear of him, meaning the fear of God. That is a different type of fear. And the Hebrew word here is yura, which communicates an idea of worship, of submitting to, of being in awe of, of reverence for, almost acknowledging that you are in the presence of someone much, much greater than yourself. Um and the whole purpose for this, the why in this verse, the why of not to fear, not to be of fear, but to fear him so that it may be before you that you may not sin. In this context, uh, sinning was equal to breaking of these commandments. So they're saying, you, he's saying here, you fear the Lord so that you can God can, that fear can keep you from sinning or keep you from breaking these commandments. Um, once again, uh, I saw Christ even in this because I was quickly reminded of uh, one of my favorite chapters in the Bible is John 14. And Jesus said to them in uh, verse 15 of that chapter, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. So once again, we even hear Jesus saying that as well, that we are to keep his commandments. Um and then um, I've also, when I was thinking of the fear of the Lord, there was a very familiar verse that most of us know from Proverbs uh, chapter 1, verse 7, where we learn that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise and wisdom instructs. Well, you know, when I look at this, you know, how do we... Um, when we become Christians, when we are Christ followers, we don't want to be caught up in our sin. We want to have sin removed for us. We ask for forgiveness for sin. So we're trying to keep sin away. And what I learn here and what I'm reminding of here is that the only way that I can fear the Lord is to know him. It's the beginning of knowledge. So, um, as I was reading this about the fear of the Lord, I am reminded of that, that for me to walk um, in obedience to the Lord, I have to know the Lord. And that is the fear of the Lord is the beginning of that knowledge. Um, also, um, 
How do we know God better? You know, we get into his word, we study his word, but we fear him. We respect him. We worship him. We submit to him. Uh, this month, I've been uh, working on a memory verse in Psalm 91.1, where it tells us to remain in the shadow of the Almighty, to abide in his shadow. So to stay in the shadow of God, to look at him with reverence, not trying to overshadow him. And then um, that very last verse of that section, it says the people stood far off, but Moses drew near uh, to this thick darkness where God was. Well, I think it's an interesting uh, point here is that what, what the people were running from, what they were repelled from, that Moses drew near to. And we'll touch on that a, a little longer in, in a little bit. But uh, as we read on about the altars, there's a whole lot of information there as, as we learn a little bit more in detail about these first three commandments. But just remember that sacrificing at an altar was for the atonement of sin. So that is how um, the Israelites were atoned of their sin was to make these sacrifices. And Moses, the Lord is telling Moses here in more explanation, those first three things is that don't make it. There's no gods before me. So don't make gods of silver to be with me. In other words, don't be trying to worship me along with all of these other gods. And then when you have an altar, you have an altar of earth. Um, and it, that's where you make your sacrifices. But then just kind of tucked away in there is this little verse of in every place where I cause my name to be remembered, I will come and bless you. And um, I'm often thought here of taking the Lord's name in vain. You know, when he gives us his name, his name is so, so sacred and so holy. Then uh, it, with the Israelites, they wouldn't even speak his word, his name. But where we worship God, where we uh, make sacrifices to God, where he comes to us, he will bless us. And um, then interestingly more, it talks about um, if, if you're going to use stone, not to use stone that is hewn or made or, or um, shaved away or formed with your own tools in your own hands. And, um, and then he goes on to say that to cover your nakedness when you go up to my altar. All of this, again, is trying to tell us that there is no one before God. In this atonement with God, in this relationship with the Lord, um, um, his place is to be kept holy. You know, if you remember in the burning bush, what when um, when the Lord spoke to Moses, he told him to take off his shoes for he was standing on holy ground. So it's a lot about not not letting our human selves defile these sacred places, this holy ground. And you know, the bottom line in all of this is that the Lord God alone is to be exalted in the work of atonement and not any working of man. When we try to bring ourselves into it, we can quickly um, become idol status. We could build an altar that we would start worshiping the beauty of the altar more than the mightiness and the holiness of God. So I hope that um, has helped you a little bit today in understanding the scripture. Um, that's what I got from it. So hopefully it'll be a blessing to you. And thank you so much for joining us. And you all have a blessed day. Again, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you Monday.